0: Yes, N D. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Calling How I See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. What's up, y'all? Want to talk a little basketball with y'all? All right. So check it out. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but you know, y'all have heard the phrase "history repeats itself." You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I don't know if we're paying y'all are paying attention to basketball. Or what's been going on lately? But It seems like the NBA has inadvertently hit like a reset button. Like if you look at back in the, you know, back in basketball back in the day, you know, what I like to call the 80s and, you know, especially the 90s, there was like the golden era of basketball. They called it and it was played through the big men, you know, back in the Wilt Chamberlain, the Bill Russell days. And, you know, the, the 80s, that well, it was Magic and Bird pretty much in the 80s. But, you know, then the 90s, you know, there was all these big men, you know, the Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, Akeem Olajuwon, Shaq. You know, big men ran the 90s out, you know, Jordan notwithstanding, you know, he had this team called the Bulls and they won like six championships in 10 years. But nevertheless, it was the golden era for the big men is what I'm trying to get. You know, back in the day, the point was the paint, the basketball was played in the paint. And I think it, the league, well, the league kind of got away from that in the 2000s. You know, they, they saw Jordan; everybody wanted to be like Mike, and we started seeing different type of things. You know, like Kobe's, and then you know the Iversons, Tracy McGrady's. You know, I mean, we saw that. You know, Kevin Durant's out there, and then LeBron James came out there. But, <clears throat> but now, as all this, then it got it exploded with you know. Everybody thought point guards was the way to go. And then you saw, like, you know, Steph Curry taking over. You know, Chris Paul took over there for, well, tried to take over. And everybody thought, you know, point guards, point guards, the way to go, you know, flashy. You know, the league fell for flashy. But now it's like the league woke up, and now it seemed like you're starting to start to taking another turn. We start seeing bigger guys, you know, kind of start relevant again. We saw, like, Giannis. Then we saw Joel Embiid. Saw people getting drafted in the league like Carl Anthony Towns, Chris Porzingis. You know, we started seeing more big men come into the league and and make noise. Despite the all-star game trying to do away with the big men, they try to do like the front court thing. Big men were coming in. You know, Anthony Davis came in. And then guess what? Not only they started coming in the league and started getting popular and started getting dominant, they started winning championships. Joker. He went ran a championship. Giannis w- winning championships. You know, even Anthony Davis won a championship with the Lakers. Now, granted, he wasn't the best player. We know this. But, you know, winning championships. And now, and we're starting to see that the golden age of the big men starting to come back. I think we're getting ready to run into, and I never thought it really died. Some people say the the post position just died altogether. But I don't think it it really went away like people thought. And I think uh, a new era is getting ushered in with Big Ben and more to come. Like, you know, even Zion, although he's like kind of undersized, he's another one. But that' what makes me, and having all this revelation, and you know, my point guard theory, hard to win, best player, point guard, all this stuff, I ain't going to get into it. But it's kind of got me rethinking what I said earlier. And it's kind of got me rethinking my stance on on Victor Wemignana. The big VW. I think he's gonna work. Now I was, if y'all remember, I was pretty much lukewarm on him. I wasn't too high, I wasn't too low. I was kind of right there in the middle. But now I think I'm kind of, I, th- I think I'm ready to start sipping on the Kool Aid now. Because you got a guy that's seven four, seven five. You know, seven three without shoes. So if he's seven three without shoes, he's got to be like 7'5 seven, seven, with shoes on. And I'm looking at how he played. I saw the game he had the bad game. You know, I didn't take too much a grain of salt with it. But I looked at the good game and I saw how he played. And I'm looking at the size. I'm I'm looking at how he just towers over everybody. And I'm looking at the aggression. I'm looking at how he attacks the glass. And there's some things you just can't do about you just can't do nothing about 7-4. I know he's slim. I know he's slender. But we've seen people slender kind of do well. Have you heard of Kevin Durant? Although different play style, but Kevin Durant's been slim his whole career and he's done fine. Uh Giannis, he was slender but he's bulked up. I think I think going to bulk up a little bit. He might not ever look like Shaq or or David Robinson or anything, but I think he's I mean he's 19, so I mean I like to think I don't think any of us weigh the same or look the same like we did as 19. So I I do think he's gonna get the size. I think the Spurs are gonna take care of him and I think he's I think he's gonna, you know, I think he's gonna dominate. I really do. In time. I'm not saying they're getting ready to win the championship this year or anything, but and maybe can I see him winning some championships? Yeah. And I know I said Scoots gonna have the better career when I had Kijan on. I did say that. Well guess what? I'm changing my mind. I got the right to change my mind sometimes. And it has. And he looked good in his debut. He might win rookie of the year. He might. He might. I mean, I, you just never know because I don't know if the Spurs are going to hold him back. Because You know, the Spurs are the king of this low management thing. I don't know if they're going to – I just don't know what kind of leash they're going to have on VW. I ain't got no clue. And I think Portland is getting ready to turn Scoot a loose. I don't think he's really all that hurt. I think the shoulder's just a small thing, but I think he getting ready to get turned loose, and I don't know if if Victor just gonna get to run all over the yard like all these other rookies are, because with him being that size, there are precautions that you got to adhere to. You know, what I mean, we've seen big men get hurt in the past and have injuries, and now you don't want the guy to get hurt, so you got to protect him from himself. I think they're gonna sit him back a little bit, get him in the gym, try to put a little beef on him. And so he can be ready for the future. You know, you don't wanna put no string ring out there with these bulldogs and killers. the boy at 19. So you got to get him some some chunky soup out there. You gotta get him some baked potatoes, some steak, you know, some some gumbo, some etouffee, all that good stuff. You got to put you got to put some some pounds on this brother. So I think with all that, I think they are gonna kinda of Restrict them a little bit, but for the future, and I, I think he's going to be something moving forward because I think we've seen prototypes and blueprints like, like Victor, but we, I don't know if we've seen nothing quite like Victor. I know Bobo Bo and present I think they both shoot better than Victor does, but I don't know if, if they have, if either one of them have the aggression that the big VW does. And I don't know if any of them are gonna be privy to the system or just have the have the favor. Cause let's be honest, when Przingas got drafted to the Knicks, I like Przingas, but Phil Jackson is safe to say he didn't know what, what he he didn't know he didn't know shit from peanut butter when he was running the organization. And the Magic, don't get me started on the Magic. The Magic, they can't keep those no superstar. They, I mean, anytime they get something that even rhymes with superstar. It's there for a couple years and it's gone. Shaq gone, Tracy gone, Dwight gone, Aaron Gordon gone. Bobo he could have been good, but guess what? Gone. Pablo, guess what? You on deck, baby. Pablo getting ready to get the hell up out of there too. Soon as he can, he out there on the first thing smoking. You can book it. So I don't put no tr- I don't trust the Orlando Magic more than I trust that I wouldn't trust them to wash my car. I don't think they really. That's a good. Bre- breeding spot for superstars because they just hadn't been able to really just develop one because any su- well Dwight did get him to the finals but any superstar that that's left there they end up being better once they left Orlando you know Dwight he won a championship in LA Shaq we know what he did when he went to LA and Aaron Gordon I just saw him win a championship with the Nuggets now Tracy didn't win nothing but he really shook it with Orlando when he had, you know, the injury situation. Now, Bobo, we're gonna see what he's gonna do. But wherever he does end up, I guarantee you he' gonna have. Uh, there's gonna be a lot more adulation his way than what he just got in Orlando. You can book that because for you to just get rid of somebody that size that has the same kind of skill set as the big VW and just get rid of it, that just it, that just shows me everything I need to know about your franchise. Shows me everything. But nevertheless. Victor, you know, he's not privy to those kind of problems. He's going ha- he's got an organization that backs them and they got a history for developing big men and and building things around them to make them succeed. Have you seen David Robinson? Have you seen Tim Duncan? And now we got another one. So I think this is gonna work. And Scoot and po- I mean we've seen point guards like Scoot. You know, we we got a uh a healthy background of athletic point guards like that. You know, from John Wall to Derrick Rose, the Baron Davis, the Westbrook and Russ I trust. And, and I love all those guys, but the common denominator is, ain't any one of them got no championships. Where John Wall's ring at? Where Russell's ring at? Where Derrick Rose's ring at? And they all get hurt for that matter. John Morant, how is he looking? Although he looks good too, but you know, He's in that category, too. I don't know if any of us got Memphis as a prohibitive favorite, but you look at the builds like Victor. When big men, history shows when you get you a big man with size and can dominate, they get you championships. Jokic, he just got a championship. Giannis got a championship. Hakeem Olajuwon, he got two championships. Have you heard of Tim Duncan's career? He, got a, he had a dynasty. David Robinson, he got two championships. Will Chamberlain, he got championships. The list goes on. Shaq, he got championships. Whenever you got a good big man that's potentially, uh, that has potential, all time great potential, they usually rattle off at least, at least two championships. At least two. And whereas I'm not ready to say Victor getting ready to be the best player to ever live, I. I think I, I, it's not beyond the rail of comprehension that he could be top 20. Because, you, again, you got to look at the history. Look at the look, look at the history. That, look at the top 10 all-time with, with the scoring list. Or a lot of people's all-time 10. A lot of people got Bill Russell in there. Big man. Wilton, a lot of people's top 10. Big man. Shaq's in a lot of people's top 10. Big man. I, me personally, I got Moses in my top 10. Big man. So it's just the, the big man when you run through the paint it's your odds of success tend to go up. And I think that's the way to do it. And if you look at a lot of the favorites, I mean, they all got size. Now, Kevin Durant ain't no post player per se, but a lot of people like the Suns. That's a big guy. He's seven feet. So, and I mean, I don't know if the Nuggets, I don't know who's touting the Nuggets to repeat, but you know, they're a favorite. Look at that guy. Seven feet. Big man. The Sixers, Joel and B, just won MVP. Matter of fact, the past couple guys have been big man MVP. And and this is what I've been saying. It's hard to get, it's hard to, and I'm going to tell you why the big man is is so important. Number one, they get, they can get, they're more liable to get you high percentage points in the paint. Like the, have you seen the all time scoring list? Look at them. All of them get points in the paint. And also, when you got a big man like that, they're probably gonna give you something good on defense too. Wherever you see a strong defensive center, championships usually ain't too far behind. And I'm not sure what Giannis is. I mean, what Victor's gonna be on offense, but I got a great idea what he's gonna be on defense. I think he's gonna get you about two, three blocks a game. I mean, the brother seven five. I think he's gonna get me a good, good t- get anywhere between fifteen to. 18 rebounds, maybe 20 on a good day. Again, the brother seven five, and for all I know, he might he might be a career he might be a career 25 20 point per game score. Again, the brother seven five. Now he ain't the best sh- shooter in the world three point, but that's fine. Excuse me, if I got a seven foot five center that that can put the ball on the floor that shows aggression, I don't need you shooting threes. I don't care if he shoot like Russ from three. If you can get to the hole and you can get buckets around the rim like that and you you volleyballing your own shot and you catching your own misses and baptizing folks off of putback slams, doggone it. I don't need you to take a three your whole career. That's just me personally. And don't get me. I think the three's been kind of over glamorized as it is. And believe me, it's many of people out here shooting threes. You can find you somebody that can shoot a three. You can find you a spot up shooter. You can find you somebody that can knock down a shot. You ain't, ain't no more victors out there. You can't find you another victor. You can't just go out there and find seven five. So don't worry so much about the three, because you can find shooters. They they come a dime a dozen. You can't find what you have in the big big VW. So I think when you have that, you got to grow that and coagulate that, and you can have something beautiful. And I think the Spurs got that. And I think and I know it, it was one summer league game. I know, but I, I'm looking at how he played. Now they got to get the brother some some help now because. You you can't just win it by yourself. It is a, a team game, and I think once they do get some help around, because well, really I think now they just they just a co-star away. They got their star in the big VW. They got him. They got to you know develop him. I think they're a star away, and you can put the uh, you know whoever you want to around, you know co-star, and you can put whatever co-star you want to. But you need you gonna need two people. You are gonna need at least two. You don't need a super team. You don't need. Somebody that that's gonna go out there and get you forty. You don't need nothing like that. You probably need you a good locker room guy. You got pop. You got you one of the best coaches ever. You got somebody that knows how to deal with with guys that play in the paint. So you 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 got you. I mean, you're in a good situation if you're Victor. So like if Hetty went to the Rockets or the Thunder or Portland or something like that, I don't know if if Victor's trajectory is as high as it is. But I'm high on that because of the potential and because of where he went to. Where you go matters. Location is everything. Like, if you are a grade A scientist and you got the ability to send something into dark space, you're not gonna be in the middle of a cornfield. You wanna go somewhere, you know, one of these technology states. You know what I mean? Competence matters. You can be the best employee. In the history of employees, but if management don't see your worth, you know the pay's not great, and you're just undervalued, and you, they just throw more work on you, more work, and just you just feel unappreciated, and it kills your morale. You're probably not going to reach your full potential. That's 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 a life thing. Never mind basketball. If you're in a if you feel like you're great. And you're in a situation where you feel like you're hitting the ceiling and you can't grow and all the surrounding parts around you just don't see your value or they're trying to diminish your value and trying to jump over you because they don't want to see you shine. You got to move around. That's probably not a situation that's conducive for you. And I don't think this from what I've seen and what I've been hearing, I don't think. Nobody's really trying to hold Victor back, the big VW, as I'm calling him. Because everybody call him Wimby. I like the big VW. But I, I think, and he's got the mentorship with Sean Elliott, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. I mean, the, the France with T- Tony Parker. I mean, the brothers, he's got a support system now. I'm not mad at it. And I like it, so I, I'm getting kind of excited about it now. Yeah, off a summer league game, Wayne. It was just one summer league game. Some of the people he ain't even, and he played, ain't even going to be in the league. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn because guess what? I saw how he did. I've seen him play off and on a little bit in that French league. Now, sure, he lost to the, the G League at night. I know he lost to Scoot Henderson. I, I'm aware of that. But, I mean, how, how are we are we sure that, that team is better than the G League tonight. night. Basketball is still a team game. And Victor still did good now. He's still eight. It's just, I mean, but it's just a just team around him. There's nothing wrong with that. He still looked good. So who's to say what kind of teammates he's going to have with, over there with the Spurs? And that, I think the Spurs, now that they got their cornerstone, they're going to be able to build around it. So I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about the future with the Spurs. And I think this is about the most excited I've been about the Spurs in, shoot, probably ever. I can't think of the last time I said, man, I can't wait to see the Spurs play basketball. And that was even in the dynasty years. Yeah, I was watching, but it ain't like I was just sitting there planning the day around it. But now when I see the Spurs getting ready to come on TV, oh, I got to go get me a, I got to get me a, a two-liter Coke. I got to order me a Pepsi. I'm getting ready to get my favorite pair of basketball shorts. I'm going to sit on the couch, and I'm going to watch Victor, and I'm going to get on this podcast and call it how I see it about Victor Wembanyama. You doggone right. I can't wait. I think this is going to be a – I think he's about to have a beautiful career. And the more I think about it, the more excited I get. Because it just makes sense between walking into the golden era of big men where, you know, Joel Embiid had us in there believing getting there. Then Giannis came through and kicked the door in, and now we got jokage in there. And now people are just openly saying with the big, you know, big man is is coming back. And now you bring this freaking nature in. Oh, yeah. It's about to be a beautiful future for Victor Yana and big men. And I think also this may help, I think kids may start learning how to play in the post. See, that's something that's a lost art. People don't really use post game no more. People ain't really letting that feet work. You know, a lot of people love Kobe. A lot of people love Kobe. Y'all love Kobe. Y'all tell me Kobe's a top three player of all time. Have you seen Kobe's post game? Did you see his mid-range? Kobe just not go around just jacking a lot of threes. Now, hell yeah, Kobe took some bad shots now. Everything he took was... N- Sometimes his I Well, I'm not going to question Kobe's IQ either. But a lot of them shots were not good shots. But that brother had a post-game. Y'all, y'all see all these Akeem Olajuwon uh, highlights? Uh, why wouldn't you want to learn that? Y'all heard of Shaq? Shaq, now... Contrary to popular belief, yeah, he, he did just bowl over a lot of folks. But Shaq had that feet work, too. He put them feet to work. So it's a skill set. Look at Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, he had a little post game. A lot of people think LeBron James is a GOAT. He had an amazing post game. Now, my personal GOAT, and I think the real GOAT all the time, Jumpman. Have you seen his post game? Are we seeing a trend here? Look at your top scores. All of them got a post game. LeBron James, Carl Malone, uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Oh, and you better not get a sky hook. If you get a sky hook, you can go ahead and cancel Christmas. But what we're seeing is uh, the post game. So maybe the post can come back and get appreciated. Kevin Garnett, another all-time great player, post game. And you don't and Paul um, and and Popovich. He saw the post-game up close. Tim Duncan had a, a nice, a, a, a nice post game. You don't think Tim Duncan and Popovich gonna go out there and teach that brother how to, you know, back somebody up and back that thing up like a U-Haul truck and, and show him how to hit that drop step and get him, put somebody on the block? You don't think he's gonna teach him that? You don't think he is gonna wanna try to learn that and emulate that? Because I think we all agree, we we probably ain't gonna see no more Steph Curry's. We probably not gonna see that. Not saying there won't be any other great shooters out there in the world, but I think we've all can all come to the conclusion now after because we, we have a a healthy serving size now. After y'all told me for years that Steph changed the game, we haven't seen this. We haven't seen this ushering in of point guards or ushering in of people just trying to jack up threes because people were shooting threes before stiff. They shoot threes after stiff. You can't emulate that. You can learn a good post game. You can learn and practice high percentage shots. You can do that. It's, and I think also, you know, since then we've also seen big men coming into the league in a higher percentage, you know, what a higher pick is what I mean. Whether you go from James Wiseman to Carl Anthony Towns to Zion Williamson, Victor Wembanyama, whatever you look, usually they're going with the size. You're going to always go with size. I guarantee you, knowing what, not knowing anything perfectly blind, who would you have? Not knowing anything you know, would you get LeBron James, Shaq, or uh Shoot. I don't know. Steph Curry. Not knowing anything about nothing, you're gonna go with Shaq. Even knowing everything what you do know, yeah, you might get LeBron James, but you're not gonna get Steph. I I guarantee you, if you took three teams, three bad teams, pick the team, whoever it is, I don't care. And they know everything they know. Like, hey, you got LeBron James, Shaq, Steph Curry. Which one's going to, in the order? It's going to go Lebron, Shaq, Steph. Steph is still going to go third, because yes, Steph has an unbelievable shot. But that that point in the paint, how it can affect other players, how it can impact the game. He doesn't impact the game like a, a Lebron James can. Like we've seen Steph do great, and his team not make the playoffs. We've seen that. We saw with LeBron too. He was a, it was a bad, it was a bad Cavs team. But once you had that, we saw him win. So now I may be right about that. I may be wrong. I don't know. It just kind of depends on the person. But what I'm trying to say is you're going to always go for the big man. Hakeem Olajuwon got drafted over Jordan. So you, you can't teach size. Because it's, it's, you just can't teach it because you can have you some 6'3 dudes, 6'2", six, 6'4", six, but you were all over the brother that's 7'5", that can put the ball on the floor, hadn't had any real injuries, and it's showing your promise. He's gonna be a, It's showing he's going to be a great defender. He ain't just one, of them just one of them lanky dudes that's just, you know, he ain't no turnstile on defense. Oh, you can sign up for that. And he's got one of the all-time great coaches. Oh, you can sign me up for that. and he's going to have people putting real game in his ear. Oh, you can sign me up for that. So, thinking about all this, I have no choice but to change my opinion. I got no choice. My hands are tied, y'all. I'm obligated. I got to tell the truth. I'm all in on Victor. I know it was one summer two summer league games. I saw the bad one. I saw the good one. And I'm rolling with the good because he's put more good on film than he has bad. And. Yeah, people think, oh, okay, well, he might get muscled around. He got might get pushed around. Okay, we've seen everybody have a tough time. We, we've seen, we've seen. Uh, Shaq's had a tough time against people. Embiid's had a tough time against people. Dwight's had a tough time against people. You can't name me a center that hasn't had a tough time or a post player. Giannis has had a tough time with defenses. Hell, Akeem Olajuwon. I think he's one of the best centers ever. He struggled outside of them two years, he struggled to get out the West. Matter of fact, he never got out the West. Patrick Ewan was a great center. He he never won a championship. Got to an NBA Finals, never won a championship. Will Chamberlain, you know, Will Chamberlain, he was putting up ungodly numbers. He struggled against Bill Russell. So I don't doubt that there's gonna be people out there to give Victor trouble. But that's that's been historically any center. We've seen people get baptized and pushed around and and get and get touched sideline to sideline. That's gonna happen. But just because he might have one bad night against a whoever said it, don't mean that's gonna shape the whole trajectory of his career. That's not what that means. And for all we know, he might get beat up his whole rookie year. He might. He might, you don't think he'll come back in that offseason with some beef on him and and get some get back? You don't think that may happen? Hell, the Boston Celtics used to beat up on LeBron, and when he got when he got his um, he got some help in Miami, look how that went. So I'm not really worried about him getting pushed around and having a hard time because you can overcome that. Eventually, if you getting keep getting whopped on, eventually you're gonna get your lick back. And Victor just seems like just with his style of play, he's not somebody that's just gonna back down. And again, the brother is seven so and for all i know the same people that's gonna might get their licks in on him he gonna get something back because again the brother is seven five so you're gonna be able to he gonna be able to get something there's only so much you can do against that now i don't know if i love him bringing the ball up the floor like he like he was doing, like he's some kind of point guard. It's cool that you can do it. I like that you can go off the dribble, but I'd rather him. I, I'd rather. I, I hope they try to set the table for him a little bit, like maybe start high on the key and then do like that. We don't need this brother dribbling ninety four feet. We don't need that. It's cool that he can do it, but we we don't need that. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Real power is in restraint. So I I hope that's something that don't continue let's put this brother in good spots and let him do his thing so i'm all in on the victor train i'm 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 all in i'm sold I saw, saw all I need to see, and I think a lot of people saw all they needed to see. I think the Spurs seen all they needed to see. That's why they shut the brother down. So I, I can't wait till October. I want to see the good times roll. I think this brother's about to do some do-wopping and show-stopping, and I think he's about to be on Sports Center for many years to come. It's going to be a good time. The Spurs business is about to go up, Jersey sales is about to go up. Stock for the big man's about to go up, and as a result, Highlights is getting ready to go up. Now, I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm just calling it how I see it. I'm out. Hey, y'all, I'm trying to tell you, Victor Wemignana is going to be the real deal, and that's for real. I'm sold. I, 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 I can't wait. Ooh.